High School Football on Round Guy Radio was brought to you by Iowa Tire of Fairfield, Iowa. Mike's Auto Sales of Muscatine, Kyoto Transmission and Repair, Flint Cliffs Manufacturing of Burlington, Iowa, Wester Drug of Wilton and Muscatine, Jen Fagan, your neighbor's insurance agent, Home Plate Sports Cards of Oskaloosa, Henshaw Trailer Sales of Richland, Iowa, B&B Propane, Richardson's Tech Solutions, and Farmers Co-op of Envision Ag of Kyoto, and the Packwood Locker of Packwood, Iowa, soon to be Griner Meats and Groceries of Richland, Iowa. Well, the playoffs are brought to you by the Packwood Locker, soon to be Griner Meats and Groceries of Richland, Iowa. We have Jacob Linzendorf of KTVO. Welcome to program, Jacob. Hello, hello, and happy playoffs. Well, you probably had a pretty dang busy night last night. Uh, uh, I did see some highlights that you put up from the SK game, and, and – uh, Boy, they provided you a, a, a highlight a minute there in the first half. Yeah, they really did. We actually only had uh, one of our area teams were home. So I actually had a more quiet night and a little less stressful, which I always appreciate every every so often. But, yeah, just just uh, just me and Sigourney last night. And, uh, yeah, like you said, uh, no shortage uh, of highlights to choose from there. I probably kind of left after the first three or four minutes with all the, the good plays for the Cobras. But, yeah. Uh, as we were talking about before the call, it's just kind of the, the tone was set. The first play from scrimmage, they forced a turnover for West Central Valley. And just from there, they just kind of piled on. Uh, just total domination from the first whistle, ball punched out, and then they just take advantage, scoring basically right away. Right away. And uh, I heard on the sideline that the, the Wildcats might have poked the bear a little bit, p- putting a social media post on about uh, putting the uh, Cobras on upset alert, and that might have added to the, to fuel the fire a little bit for Jared Jensen's guys. So uh, they get the 52-7 win, 340 yards on the ground for SK. Uh, shout out to the guys up front for clearing some big rushing lanes for those backs. And then uh, Jared told me like a week or two ago that it might be one of the best uh, O-line units he's had in quite some time. So uh, they're rolling eight wins now in a row, hanging some big numbers on basically anyone they face. And uh, yeah, so that's a, that's a fun fun team to watch. And glad those guys can uh, keep things rolling. Uh, Coach Jensen has that team steamrolling. He, he just has them playing – um, they just have such a good game plan. They just go out and execute. Uh, they hit so hard. Uh, the Morse kid uh, knocked the ball out of uh, uh, the opponent's hand on their first play and took the ball inside the 10, and then they punched it in, and then they got the ball back and punched it in again. They got the ball back in and threw the ball over the top. I mean, they were up the middle for touchdowns. They were around the outside for touchdowns. They were over the top for touchdowns. It was, uh, 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 I think, six minutes into that, I was watching a different game. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was six minutes. I think twenty zero when I looked up at the scoreboard. But yeah, he has those guys just laser focused. Uh, like uh, I don't know if you if you saw, but I did something on uh, them losing last year to Van Meter, and those guys are they're hungry to get back because they did not like how things uh, ended last year. I think it was forty five zero against. <laughs> one of the best teams in the state in Van Meter, but Van Meter is up in 2A now, and we'll touch on them here uh, in not too long. But, uh, yeah, they're, they're hungry, and uh, I don't think there's many teams in front of them that they're going to be scared of, uh, if any at all. So, uh, yeah, just watch out for the Cobras. We'll see. We'll see. Okay, the playoff brackets are out, but we're going to wait till the end to talk about that because you got a few other teams. You, you yeah. had a plethora of teams actually make the playoffs. 
Yeah, we had a we had a decent amount. Uh, the next team that won, uh, that's going to be still playing, is Moravia. Moravia gets a road win, 45-33 against Lone Tree. Uh, a late season loss to BGM probably made it so Moravia would open the playoffs on the road, but that did not stop the Mohawks from picking up a postseason victory. Uh, I was back in the office kind of watching this one on Thunder Country. It looked like the run attack was what kind of lifted this, uh, this area team to victory as well, pretty similar to... Uh, SK, but that's kind of different from what we saw last year from Moravia as they were all about the pass. But Shane is really, as I mentioned last episode, just uh, adopting that rushing game. He had uh, 147 and two touchdowns uh, through the air and then 131 rushing and two touchdowns on the ground. Uh, so he made some excellent excellent plays in the fourth quarter. Some of those other guys, too, and they held uh, Lone Tree pretty good in check, just only allowing uh, a touchdown for basically the last three quarters. And, uh, yeah, so uh, this could be a dangerous team as well. that they get that, that run game, that pass game, that the defense locks in, uh, who knows what could happen for the Mohawks. But they, they, they get the dub on the road, so good for those guys. Yeah, um, uh, they just uh, – Shane Helmick, uh, I don't know, what, what's he got, like 9,000 yards or something passing in his career there? Yeah, it's a lot. It's it's a lot for sure. And, uh, and he probably could have – I don't even know what the number is, but he could have a lot more if he wanted to this year with how they've kind of switched the scheme up. But he's just a, a great player. Well, I got to watch a lot of that game, and it was a good game. And Lone Tree uh, uh, and them battled for th- three quarters pretty pretty evenly. Uh, uh, but at the end of the day, there's just too much scoring on the Moravia Mohawks. Uh, that seems to be their, uh, their uh, mantra is just outscore the other team no matter what that takes. Yeah, for sure. It's, it's just – in eight man, if you have the athletes like uh, the Shane Helmicks and the Wyatt Throckmortons and the Jackson McDaniels, then and you're in a good spot to put up a lot of points. Uh, but you also don't want to uh, discredit that defense who, who did some good things uh, against a lone tree team that also has a good rushing attack. So uh, you got both sides clicking. That's that's what you want when you're in, uh, in late October, early uh, November for football season. Yeah, that was a fun one to watch. Well, you got a couple wins on the board, but I think, would you put five teams into the, the, the playoffs there? Yeah, I think it was five. Uh, just touching on the rest of those that were in the playoffs first here that were uh, in action last night. Pekin did uh, end their season last night at Linville Sully. Uh, season comes to a close for the Panthers, finishing at 6-3. and three. Uh, No stats online from that game. I heard a little bit on the radio, but... Uh, Jackson Kirkbride had the lone touchdown off a kickoff return, uh, but just a great season for Coach Weber and those boys, uh, regardless of how the, how it ended. They get to the playoffs. I believe they matched their win total from the last three years combined. Uh, so that that program is on the up and up, and it's, it was really nice talking to, uh, to Clint uh, this year. So congratulations to those guys. Uh, the EBF Rockets fall. Their season comes to a close at 3-6. and six. They had a tough draw facing the, uh, the Regals of Regina. I think it was a top six or seven team. Uh, they didn't go down without a, without a fight, uh, scoring their last 20 uh, in the last couple quarters and holding the Regals a little bit. But, uh, yeah, season ends for uh, EBF on the road. And then also season ends for Albia, uh, 7-56 to 56 against Van Meter. Uh, speaking of tough draws, uh, that's the team that knocked out SK last year, Van Meter. And that was in 1A, and they're still flexing their muscle in 2A as they're still unbeaten 9-0 and they will move on. Still a good season for the Blue Demons. Uh, some great memories for those guys. and Some key returners, including their quarterback, will be back next year. So uh, those are some of the teams that uh, were in the playoffs in the smaller school division that played last night. 
And then there are a couple uh, quick ones I wanted to mention quick that were not playoffs. Uh, Tumwell gets a win to end their season at 21-19, yeah, against Waterloo West. Uh, another four-win season for OHS, uh, closing the year on back-to-back -back, uh, Ws. Uh, that one was actually a crazy finish. Uh, they had that one in the bag, and they just needed a late punt. Uh, but the but the Wahawks is what they're called. The Wahawks uh, blocked the, blocked the punt, and then uh, their kicker missed a twenty plus yarder or so to the left, and the Bulldogs get the win. Uh, so Tumwa ends four and five, I believe it was Fairfield. Uh, they finished three and six. They got beat forty nine zero. Just a really tough district for those guys with Solon Grinnell and uh, Williamsburg, and then some injuries and position switches made things tough. But I'm I'm sure Nate Wheaton's still proud of those guys. And then uh, two more, Oskaloosa falls 6-49 to against North Scott. Another top 10 opponent for one of our area teams in the Indians uh, and their season at 3-6. and six. Uh, Some underclassmen uh, had big roles way back, including their quarterback and starting running back. And lastly, uh, Mount Pleasant falls 56-0 to to Assumption. Uh, Panthers finished the season winless. It was a tough season for the Panthers up in Davenport. But the moral of the story here is hard to win. So uh, congrats to those two teams that are left. Uh, and congrats to all the seasons, really, on, on good seasons. So yeah. uh, it was fun. A lot of outstanding, uh, really improved teams. I would put Eddieville Blakesburg up there uh, as a team yeah. that improved it. And uh, I think they played above their skis in this game uh, with Regina. Uh, Especially getting in the end zone that much at the end of the, end of the game, plus I uh, think the so, Pe yeah. the Pekin Panthers. What can you say about them? Um, a twenty, I think it was twenty-eight to six. But Linville Sully, they were rated number one for the first four games of the season. I mean, yeah, and they had their 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 star running back back and and quartered on harder. So uh, the defense was tough. Uh, it was tough to get yards. They scored on the on the special teams, and I'm with you in saluting them. Uh, uh, I'll be a tough draw, and uh, that's my least favorite athletic director in the whole country. Uh, not just the state; all all athletic directors can't stand him. Uh, but uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, you. Got a couple teams going to play next week? Yeah, the hot off the press. Twenty three minutes ago, the IHSAA just released the the matchups for next week. And uh, first off, it's going to be number ten Dyke New Hartford, who's six and three. At number six, Sigourney Kyoto, who is eight and one. So that's that's the game for next week uh, for the Cobras. They'll be hosting once again, facing a top ten team. Dyke New Hartford comes to town, and uh, the Wolverines pull up their schedule here. It looks like they've got a couple losses on this season. One to MFL Marmac uh, earlier in the season, and if this page would load. Um, Grundy Center, they fell to, and Osage. So they got those three losses. They've won their last three, uh, and they can put up some big points. I know it's a program that's usually pretty good, uh, if if I'm guessing correctly. So don't know too much, obviously, about the players and stuff because – uh, they're not really from around here, but that's going to be a tough task for the Cobras at home. And then on the road, Moravia 8-2 at number one, Winfield Mount Union, who is 9-0 in eight-man action. Uh, so, yeah, no losses for the Wolves this year. Uh, basically uh, pummeling everybody that they play for the most part. I know you probably even know about, about those guys a lot with uh, – keeping up with them and i know scotty uh, has a good pulse on that team but they, it looks like they can score some points for sure so moravia is going to have to light up the scoreboard i'm sure that's going to be an offensive outburst uh at winfield mount union it's going to be a fun game to to watch uh um basically uh those teams and moravias and the play 
teams in that district play this uh, all-out offense uh, uh, warfare, this, you know, uh, I'm not saying that they don't play defense and that they don't have defense. I'm just saying that it ain't as focused on defense right. in, in that yeah. district as it is in the one where Winfield, Mount Union, and Waco, now they, they are almost defense first team. Waco for certain is a defense first team. Uh, uh, so I'm, I'm interested in that dy- dynamic. My, my dream matchup would have been Moravia and Waco, you know, uh, sure. to watch yeah. those, those different kind of styles of teams uh, uh, play. But, um, well, it's a tough draw. I think uh, it'll be a fun game to watch from the stands. With uh, this is a team coming into Winfield Mount Union that uh, can score, you know, right. definitely can score. So that you might see some, you know, you might see a, a, a high scoring game there. So I think that's pretty good. Yeah, I think the message uh, if you're if you're uh, Coach Massenmaker for the Mohawks this week is if you're going to be the best, you got to beat the best, and it, it's cliche to say, but. Uh, the number one team's in front of you. What are you going to do with it? And, uh, yeah, it's kind of to prove your to, – to touch further on your point about their defense. Uh, in eight-man, they've allowed eight, zero, 14, six their last four games. Uh, so that is pretty impressive. So we'll see how that one goes. Moravia is going to try to make it a shootout, uh, and Winfield Mount Union is going to try to make it not a shootout in their favor to where they put up a lot of points and hold Moravia. So that offense is going to have to be clicking for the Mohawks. Well, that's going to be a great game, as uh, uh, will the other one too. And, and was the this first round it was a pretty exciting night. Uh, I'm glad that you didn't have to uh, 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 put 600 miles on your vehicle like you do uh, almost every every Friday and Saturday night uh, through the season. But uh, you got some great highlights. I, I already saw them on uh, someone else's page and shared them for you. Uh, uh, what uh, we got any parting thoughts on the season or or um, how things went for you? I think it was just, I mean, really fun season. Obviously, you got a couple teams left, and we'll monitor those teams as we get closer to their next, their next, uh, their next games. But a lot of fun. I think a lot of our teams did kind of better. I didn't really know what to expect going into uh, this season. You kind of touched on it with EBF, but even other teams too just did better than I kind of thought they would, and it was. It was fun to watch uh, those guys uh, kind of compete and just really improve as the season went on. Uh, and just uh, to any coach that maybe I've talked to that, that listen, thank you for giving me some of your time. And it's always a, a pleasure to uh, to keep things to keep things rolling. And Friday night football in Iowa is is a different beast. It's a fun time and uh, always always good to have those chaotic nights uh, and along along with the the more relaxing ones like last night. But uh, it was it was a fun uh, football season, that's for sure. The SK is a fun place to watch a football game. There's an energy level there. There's a a, a good community spirit there. Uh, a lot of fun people there. And uh, uh, Coach Jensen very really disappoints it. Yep, it is a good environment there. That is for sure. They do it well. All right. Well, uh, I don't. Is there anything else you wanted to say before we let you go? That should be it. Yeah, if you want to check out those highlights from the Sigourney Kyoto game, I am at uh, Jacob Lenzendorf KTVO on Facebook and KTVO Jacob on Twitter. Or you can go to KTVO.com and check out the uh, full night of Gridiron Lights with a lot of highlights on the Missouri side if you'd like to as well. That's about it. Well, thanks for being with us. Always a good time, Dave. High School Football on Round Guy Radio was brought to you by Iowa Tire of Fairfield, Iowa. Mike's Auto Sales of Muscatine, Kyoto Transmission and Repair. Flint Cliffs Manufacturing of Burlington, Iowa. Wester Drug of Wilton and Muscatine. Jim Fagan, your neighbor's insurance agent. Home Plate Sports Cards of Oskaloosa. Henshaw Trailer Sales of Richland, Iowa. 
B&B Propane, Richardson's Tech Solutions, and Farmers Co-op of Envision Ag of Kyoto, and the Packwood Locker of Packwood, Iowa, soon to be Griner Meats and Groceries of Richland.